Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Justin Escar. Justin, you are the founder of Virtua Consulting. You're found on the web at virtuaconsulting.com. Justin, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much, Josh. So glad to be here. All right. Give us an overview of what Virtua does. Uh, yeah, so Virtua Consulting is a, a, a pretty large company where we have a couple different divisions. Virtual Computers is our main division where we are basically an MSP, which is a managed service provider, but for clients who have Macs, we take care of uh, companies who have, are Mac-based, we take care of their networks. We're kind of like a virtual CTO in that respect. Mm. We have Virtua Consulting itself, where we do business coaching and consulting uh, for IT consultants and MSPs. We have a Virtua XYZ, Virtua Think Tank, which is our software and hardware division, where we make apps and hardware for IT consultants. And Virtua Conferences, which is the host of our main conference, ACES Conference, coming up this May, which is about the business side of IT consulting for Apple consultants. So it's yeah. all these little pieces. I like to call like, like a spoke, like my wheel and spoke concept of computers in the middle and all these different things we do for people all around it. Yeah, of course, one thing that you're known for as well is, and you've gotten some really good press for this, is uh, Appetalize Your Idea, which is your book. Um, yeah. And can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, so Appetalize was actually the story behind how I started in the app world. So in 2011, mm -hmm. uh, Steve Jobs pulls a device out of a manila envelope, and it was the iPad, and it changed the world for so many people. And then they released the App Store, and I was like, we're going to do something about this. And... At Virtual Computers, we were doing these paperwork tickets when we were like, you know, I would go, Josh, I'm going to come to your house. I'm going to fix your computer. Sign off on the work I did. And then I would take the copy you signed home. And I lived in a studio apartment in Manhattan. So that was the size of what? Like the closet that I'm standing in right now? Yeah. Um, and so I had all this paper. And so one day I was using the iPad uh, in the bathroom, as you do. And I was playing with like a drawing app. And I realized that I can write my name. I could draw my name on this thing. So it led me the idea of creating our first app called Sign My Pad, which allows you to do a, do a analog signature on a digital frame inside of a PDF. This is long before, keep in mind, this is long before DocuSign and EchoSign and all those guys. And how I built that app and how I went from an idea to building it, to getting a protected, you know, with uh, IP protection, mm. to marketing, to getting interns and how to make money on it. And then what we did after, that entire story became the idea of Appitalize on Your Idea. Uh, it was always known internally as um, how to succeed in the app business without really trying or the four more hours of work, <laughs> of work a week book, you know, stealing from other people here. But that's the entire story. It's a guide on if you have an idea or don't you or want to start a business, how to come up with an idea, how to build it, how to outsource to get it made, how to make a website to get it done and how to get it launched and get it out there. Is that something then that you help uh, business leaders with uh, if they do they can you help them with an app? 
Absolutely. I mean, it's not only apps, right? You this this process for Appitalize works across anything. If you want to create a widget, if you want to create uh, a, a cons- if you want to be a consultant, all of this, all of these concepts work in a very. The book is generalized enough to um, help you build anything while giving you very specific details on how to do those things. Mm. Yeah. And and what types of clients do you work with? Uh, all we work with a lot actually. So oddly enough, in my consulting business where I'm helping IT professionals, I've actually started to pick up a lot of non-IT professionals as well. So I work with a SaaS company. I work with a, a uh, this great company upstate New York who who sells cake balls. I'm working with an education consultant. I'm working with a women's golf clothing line. Like there's a lot of different companies that I've started to work with. Also, being able to take my business experience, having run virtual computers itself for almost 14 years um, and applying that to these other businesses and these other practices and everything that I've learned between Virtua, the software company, which doesn't exist anymore, used to be called Autrif, the new software division, the how to make hardware, the how to make apps, that we do t-shirts, we do books on Amazon, we used to sell stuff on Kindle and if anybody remembers the Barnes and Noble Nook, we used to have stuff on that. Like, And how we built stuff and how it works and how it fails and what we can do to build it out. Yeah. You know, specifically, I'm, I'm really curious about your, um, you know, consulting for IT consultants, because I, I see, a, it's like a lot of the same stuff, right? As I get, I'd say of any industry, I probably consistently get spam from IT consultants. They're, they're just, it's just, man, it's a lot of cheap lead gen out there. Yeah. And I'm just... I'm just speaking from a, you know, consumer standpoint as someone that IT consultants are after. And I'm like, I'm not a fit for you, I don't think. So at least I'm not going to even bother to find out because you're going right for the jugular. We don't know each other, but there you are in my inbox again. (laughs) Do you get that? Do you get that message on LinkedIn? Like I can make you 426% more uh, efficient if you, yeah. And I'll tell you this. Yeah. I'm probably. I'm sure you've done your due diligence to find that out on me. (laughs) Right. Like. I'm probably one of those people who, who, who ended up doing that because so in our industry, the one thing that anyone who is an MSP, whether you're a PC MSP or an Apple MSP, the one thing everybody always wants is more clients. Everybody wants more yeah. clients, more clients. How do I get more clients? How do I get more leads? And so there are a handful of people who claim to have created multi-million dollar MSPs that got out of it who are now doing marketing for MSPs and they're helping you do these leads and their tactics are generic, rinsable, washable, repeatable. And at the end of the day, really don't, don't really work. And like, to be honest, the only way to learn that as an MSP is to go through it. And I've gone through it and I know that those don't work. And I'm not trying to like crap on other people's businesses. That's not who I am. But I can tell you that there's a couple of people in our industry that they give you like generic copy and they tell you to send it to everybody. You know, yeah. I am friends with a lot of MSPs on LinkedIn and it's hilarious to me that my feed is the same articles from multiple in different regions, right? Because that way, wherever you are, you would never see multiple MSPs, but I see you know, today's password breach day, today's password breach day, today's password breach day, because they're all getting the same copy from the same one person. The only person who's winning is the person who's selling the marketing services. Oh, no, right. no kidding. Right. It's the Don LaPree of, yes, of marketing. Right, right. Take tiny little ads. I love that guy. 
I wanted to buy his stuff so badly when I was 12 years old. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not, uh, you know, it's kind of funny. They talk about the gold rush. The people who really made the money were the ones selling the dungarees and the pickaxes. No, it was the guru telling you how to get rich selling dungarees and pickaxes. They made right. all the money. <laughs> right. The one who was like, I'll help you design a map. You don't, you, you, but you're not a map designer. I'll help you. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So when you work with, um, so an IT consultant, like what are usually some of the low hanging fruit? Like, I, you know, I know you offer like, um, you know, just one-off um, consultation samples, right? Where you just kind of work with them with an hour. What are usually some of those big discoveries that you generally tend to have in that first one hour where they're like, oh my gosh, you know, that, that you was like, yep, guaranteed almost every call. I'm going to ask them about this. We're going to find out about that. And they're going to be like, nope. And you're going to be like, well, that's probably your, probably your problem. <laughs> so it's hilarious. The, ant- the question that I always ask that is never answered properly is, what's your niche? Because so many MSPs want to be generalized. Now, I speak, oh, yeah. of, I speak specifically of Apple consultants because I, I am an Apple consultant. There's a program mm-hmm. at Apple. I'm a registered Apple consultant. I work with yeah. Apple, other Apple consultants. Every Apple consultant thinks that being an Apple consultant on its own is already a niche. And sure it is. But like the expression is you should dig one inch wide and one mile deep, not one mile wide, one inch deep. Being an Apple consultant is still that one mile wide, one inch deep because are you an Apple consultant for residential, for business, for doctors, for lawyers, for not like we specialize granted we're a generic apple consultant but we specialize in being an apple consultant for nonprofits, right that's our niche i have a friend who i know he is the mac guy for lawyers you will never see him at a mac conference you'll never see him at a mac it conference you'll never see him at a mac business conference he goes to law conferences that's it yes brilliant yeah we're trying to emulate what he does except there's not a lot of nonprofit conferences that's another Mm -hmm. conversation (laughs) um Mm -hmm. But that's that's the problem. Too many, too many, too many people in our industry, in the MSP industry, in the IT industry, they're just too generalized. They want to be everything that's ever in. And then what happens is, then when we drill in that first hour, we'll drill into the niche that they want to be in, and then we figure out, okay, how are you going to say that on your website? How are you going to promote that? Right? If you want to be the Mac guy who works solely with app clients who want to work within Amazon web services, which there's a big hole there. Be putting that on your website. Don't just write, I'm the Mac guy, call me, da da da. Like, you know what I mean? And that's and that's typically what we end up seeing. Um, you know, my wife is a marriage and family therapist and and so, you know, she's got a full course load. And, you know, my advice to her was like, stop hanging out in the groups with marriage and family therapists. I mean, cause yeah. no one's going to buy anything. There. And I see this with marketers. All oh, the marketing groups are the, can be the worst, right? Where it's like, yeah. you know, it's just this incestuous pool of, you know, people <laughs> trying to showboat in front of one another. And it's like, what Hashtag are you doing? What's up? Hashtag oh, the humble brag. brag. Yeah. Or lo- yeah. the low key sales. It's like, oh, it's come on. We all know what you're doing. It's so annoying. It's like, get out of here. Like, cool. If you absolutely need industry knowledge or whatever, and you want to scan through here, but you know, and if you want to give back to the community, cool, but we can tell when you're trying to sell and you're selling to the wrong audience. So that's right. number one is I love that you mentioned Go to the lawyer conference. That's where you need to be. And and I, what you know, what's like with my wife? I'm like, so go into these other groups and just be helpful. You know, just give 
provide value, yes. don't sell, which you don't need to do, but you know, just like look for conversations where you can provide some insight. And, and guess what? Here's uh, this is one thing that that I think is is good medicine for all of us. Is just treat your audience like they're pretty intelligent and successful, and you don't need to beat them over the head with the sales pitch. And in fact, I think if it if there's any um, you know you know where it feels like oh that, that felt a little salesy, you just ruined it. It's like be cool, like just trust people are smart. If they don't need your service, they're not going to do business. They're not going to reach out. But if they want and they're curious and they need service just, you know, it's like dating, right? It's like, if you come on too strong and ask for marriage on the first date, you know, it's like, unless you're on the bachelor or the bachelorette, that's not reality. So, I mean, I, and I a hundred percent agree with you. Um, I, I do. The one thing I would say about your wife being a therapist, hanging with other therapists is that therapists need therapy. So she might be finding oh, well, Yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that part aside, right. Um, that's why we actually have the what we call the ACES conference, which is the Apple conference about the business side of IT consulting. Because a lot of people who get into Brilliant. my industry are like, I came from a job working for computers. I like computers. Therefore, I will start a computer business. But they have zero business knowledge. They don't know how to manage. They don't know how to market. They don't know how to deal with legal. They don't know how to do with contracts, whatever. So ACES conference was built out of that. Um, and we have a Slack uh, that we hate. Yeah, I see that. just keeping that conversation going and helping one another. And I'm all for, and I'm not selling them on ACES. I want, I tell them buy ACES so that way you can get the premium content because I need to be able to support the conference and support the group and support whatever. That's what they're buying into. Right. Um, and, but the, the Slack group itself, like it's amazing the conversations that are going on in there. Like we have 280 members in the ACES Slack right now. And we have a channel, one of the biggest channels that lit up, especially the last couple of weeks, we have our fitness and self-care channel. We're like, we're MSPs, but we're talking about like how to stay healthy, right? Like giving that content back and all that stuff. On the other side of that is nobody needs IT help until they need IT help. So hitting you over the head through LinkedIn with, do you want to be more productive? Your IT company sucks. Call me. That's not going to work. The problem is for IT people is then how do I reach you when you need help? And that's Mm. a big that's a big hole for, for the IT industry in and of itself. And a lot of these IT marketing, and I'm putting that in quotes on purpose, think that they can fill that by jamming that information at you. And that's not how it works. Yeah. Right. How would somebody, so let me ask you a question, Josh, how would you, if you were looking for IT help, how would you go about looking for help? Well, my first thing would be if I already had an existing relationship. In other words, you know, someone offered, and this is like, I was thinking about like, for, you know, care, um, like a lawn care company. Like I can tell you right now, like if you want to sell me lawn care, this is how you do it. You, you know, you either catch me or like, you know, even if it says no soliciting, like knock on my door and just say, hey, I saw this patch on your lawn or whatever. You don't have to hire me or whatever. Listen, let me tell you what you need to go and buy at, at Lowe's or I'll just do it for you for free right now. And I'm happy to do it. I am a total law nerd. And so ping me, message me. If you ever have any questions on any of this stuff, you don't need to hire me. I was just doing your neighbor's lawn and I love geeking out on lawn stuff. Like, and I'm like, I'm like hired. I don't even care how much you cost. Like you're the kind of person I want to work because 
This is straight up like go-giver stuff, right? It's like, yeah. can you lead with generosity in a way that is just there to build a trusted relationship? And you said it right. Like everyone eventually, I think, is going to need an IT buddy, right? And um, if if that's so, that's number one. Is do we already have an existing relationship? Outside of that. I'm going to ask friends. I mean, who do they know? And it's all, for me, it's almost always going to be relationship-based. I mean, I think of like, I have about eight consultants or agencies that I pay right now. They were all warm relationships. You know, we got to know each other through podcasts or whatever, and we built a relationship. And then, hey, guess what? I'm launching this. I need you. And they're like, great. And then we work together. And that's, and, and that's true in the, like, you can do that in the IT industry. So here's a great example of anyone who's in the IT industry. This is what I do all the time. If somebody reaches out to me, and as an Apple consultant, we kind of get our lead gen through Apple Direct. Like, if you had a Mac, you have a problem, you'll call them. Apple will lead you to this website. You type in your zip code, you find us. Cool, whatever. In that first call, you don't know me. I'm not going to sell you. What I'm going to do, though, is I'm going to go to your website, and I'm going to put slash WP-admin at the end of it. And I'm going to find out that your website is a WordPress website and that you're not hiding the fact that your website is a WordPress website, meaning you're probably more vulnerable for attack. And I'm going to go, if you take nothing away from this phone call, change, get someone to do the security on your WordPress website. You're checking yeah. it right now. I can see you. Oh, um, yeah. Because <laughs> I've, I've got that. I've got that pl- on my one website I do. But I was just like thinking, oh, I'm, I, <clears throat> by the time this publishes, sorry, got it all taken care of. If I, <laughs> I'm not saying I use WordPress, but if I did, if I, I would did, have taken right. Justin's advice right here. So I'm just so, saying. And it's really, and if I Google someone's website and their fav icon, that little icon shows up with the WordPress icon, I'll know right away. So tell oh, yeah, them yeah, yeah. for nothing else in this phone call, I'm going to tell you, install this security plugin. I think it's, it used to be called iThemes. They changed the name. Change the slug and change your fav icon. You don't want people knowing you have a WordPress website. No. And that alone has helped me close so much business because sure. I'm doing exactly what you said. I'm finding the patch of grass that needs to be fixed and I'm doing it for you for free. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And, you know, just like it's that, it's like it it shows trust. Like if you're willing to invest in a relationship with me, like I can tell that you care about me. You don't just care about the sale. Right. Right. And, you know, and then then there's that level of maturity to say, look, you're smart. If you see that I would be helpful for you to hire, cool. You can do that. Otherwise I'm just here to help. And what's the maximum amount of value I can give you with just you and I talking together for five minutes? Well, it's probably that, (laughs) Um, you know, certainly, you know, if if you need some of these services, I can't do that on a quick phone call. So yes, you would need to hire me and my team to do that. But, uh, you know, there's the path to do that if that's what makes sense for you. It's, it's the, the, you know, the people that have sales breath, it's, 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 it's the worst halitosis you can have. (laughs) Yeah. And any sales call you do should be three call. You should never price on the first call. If they ask, no, right. to, if, I, if they ever ask the price, I always try to defer and say like, yep. let's have a more deep dive call later. Let's, you know, cause I want them to start thinking about me and wanting me before. And, and if they're calling me, they already need me for something. They're trying to find out, but it helps me one, weed out people that are just looking for a price. They're not going to be the, the kind of clients I want to work with. And two, if I give them a little piece of information and then they come back and say, what's your price? I'd be like, let's do a deeper dive call next week. Then they're thinking about me for a week, which is warming up the idea of my company in their brain. And now I went from a cold call, them calling me, 
to a warm thought and going, wow, I, you know, he gave me that piece of information. We really should be working with him. No matter what, I haven't quoted price yet. And that's going to lead us to getting a better resolve and able to close no matter what my price is, whether it's $20 or $300, it doesn't matter because now they want my services. Mm. They don't just, you know, need it because they need it to fix something. Now they've been thinking about me for a week. He gave us this piece of information. He pointed us this thing. Oh, he did tell us we should do this. He knows what he's talking about. We should engage with him more and build that up. That's the desirability. That's the second date. Um, and then it builds up from there. Yeah. All right. Justin Escar and your website is virtuaconsulting.com. From there, um, like I linked through and I found the link to the ACES conference, ACES mastermind. Um, you've got a, a lot of good stuff in here, but someone who's been listening to us, what would you recommend they do when, when they go to your website? Uh, they should buy one of my nerdy t-shirts. I do Ooh. make that as a side hustle. Um, no, we just you know what? If you need something, reach out. I'm always I'm always open to talking first before buying anything. That that one hour is a sample session um, to even see if like we culturally fit with one another because sometimes we don't, right? So reach out. Let's have a five minute chat. Tell me you heard me on the show, and you know let's see. Maybe there's something we could do for one another. Maybe I can help you with your computers. Maybe I can help you with your business. Maybe I can help you start a conference. Maybe I can help you sell nerdy T-shirts. Whatever it is, you know, I'm always open for that kind of stuff. I love, I personally, I think I was put on this planet to help other people grow their business. I love doing that so much. And I love giving advice and talking to people and seeing how well they succeed. Yeah. You know, I, I actually, it's, it's funny. I'm actually, now I'm browsing your t-shirts. They are very funny. A um, lot of nerd humor. A lot of nerd humor. <laughs> you know, if you yeah. if you know a few things about tech, you'll you'll get some of these references. So uh, awesome! Real quick, Just, someone yeah. bought. We have a your muted shirt. Someone bought it on Amazon because some of our stuff is on Amazon, and left a picture review of themselves wearing the shirt. And I think it's hilarious because I have no idea who this person is. And there's a picture of some random dude wearing a shirt that I made on Amazon. You never know how this stuff works out. Yeah. It's just amazing. Yeah. Awesome. Justin Escar, again, thank you so much for joining us. Your website, virtuaconsulting.com. Thank you, Justin. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free, no credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and reshare re you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? 
please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review, and we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.